everybody. You're very welcome back to the Country Chats podcast. And I can't believe we're here for episode five. Um, Happy New Year to everybody. I hope you had a lovely Christmas. And I'm back up again, running, raring to go and ready to interview lots of country music singers and dancers. And today's episode, as I said, episode number five, I'm delighted to have another female on the show. We're heavy on the females. And I'm delighted to have Miss Ailish McBride here with me. Ailish, how are you? Good, Sandra. I'm good. How are you? I'm great, thank you. I've been really looking forward to today, getting dolled up and uh, putting on a bit of lippy. I know, it's such a, such a nice change. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It was like looking forward to, um, you know, meeting a friend for coffee or something. It had that kind of uh, an aura to it, which is lovely. I know, it's nice to have a bit of social interaction. <laughs> That's it. So uh, aside from the interview part, we're just delighted to be, seeing, just to be seeing someone. And just to confirm, guys, we're not together. Unfortunately, I'm in Mayo and Ailish is in Donegal, so we are social distancing at its finest. But um, no, we're looking forward to, to sitting down and catching up. So how have things been, Ailish? I mean, we saw each other back in June, which we will speak about in a few minutes. But um, how have you been finding everything? Obviously, we don't want to dwell too much on COVID, but it, it is a part of the music scene at the moment or the, the non-music scene. So how have you been finding it? Well, well, we'll not dwell on it too much, but no, it ha it has been difficult. Um, I'm not gonna lie. Um, you know, I suppose like everybody was just used to having gigs as their normal part of life, and I suppose I'm lucky in a way that I've I've still had college to do to go to, and that's kept me really busy. But um, you know, it is hard, and everybody misses it, and um, just the just the social interaction. Like you can't even go into a shop and. You're afraid to stand too close to somebody, or do you know what I mean? It's yeah. Oh, it is absolutely now. You know the way we were used to living. It's just all changed all of a sudden, and it's taken time for us to adapt to that. That's it, adapting. It is all about adapting, really. Um, and have you been doing much on your social media? Or I know you've also been busy with college. You graduated last week. Um, so have you been kind of focusing on college, or have you been doing little bits of music behind the scenes, or? Um, I've probably been I've been doing bits and pieces behind the scenes. Um, I've probably been a bit more quiet than I would have wanted to be. Um, but sure, we'll, we'll we'll work on that as it comes. But um, no, I'm doing my honours degree this year at college. Um, I graduated there last week um, for my bachelor of science in veterinary nursing. So now this year I'm doing my honours degree, but it is a lot of hard work. <laughs> a lot of hard work. So that has taken up all of my time at the moment. Kind of good timing in a way, though, because if you were gigging as normal, you'd be trying to balance the two. So that's, that's it. Actually, a couple of people were saying that to me that I, I am lucky. This is like the perfect time to be doing it. But um, I don't know we're almost there anyway. Should soon be the summer again. That's it. And please God, there'll be a few gigs. Um, now I'm speaking of gigs. Myself and yourself were actually lucky enough to get to do a gig um, back in June. And it was actually the first time we had met. But thanks to social media. It's as if you know people, um, you know, from seeing each other. So we met back in June for the All Things Country Live and on stage where um, there was, we were up in Edirne in County Fermanagh and we were in basically a big shed, um, but it was very well dolled up um, and it was with Silver Mist um, Media um, where uh, Barry Donnelly um, had myself presenting and Ailish and the band were there performing. That was such a good night, wasn't it, Ailish? Oh, it was such a great night. Can we go back? I know. And Philomena, of course. Philomena. Philomena there as well. And oh, I, enjoyed, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was so great to actually be singing to a live band again and to hear mm -hmm. live music. Um, 
you know, it was just, it was just great. Yeah. And even, I suppose, obviously for you, you were getting to perform and to sing and I was working as well by presenting, but on the other side of it, myself and yourself were there watching Philomena sing. And so it was nearly like we were working, but at the same time we got to go to the gig and we got to go to the dance and yeah, exactly. we kind of got to live on both sides of it, which was lovely. Was the best of both worlds. Well, everybody was commenting and interacting through, through Facebook as well, which was great. I know it's not the same as like, you know, interacting face to face with people, but no, it's good. It was, uh, again, it's just the way we've had to adapt. I suppose. Mm-hmm. That, that, that night kept, kept us going anyway for, for oh, the summer. Definitely, definitely did. <laughs> Um, no, it was a lovely night. Um, it was really, and I was there for a few different nights actually, which was lovely. Um, and it was a great success. Um, and it was all there was. Um, it was for charities as well. And I think you can still go back and watch the videos on the All Things Country Facebook page actually, if anyone's interested. There we go now. The place is done up to the nine, so it was. Oh, it was it was fab, and it it was a barn. It was a shed, but it was fabulous. <laughs> It was lovely. And that's where we first met. And you wouldn't know it. You'd think, by the way we're talking, you'd think we've met before. But anyway. I know. And I said to you the first time I met you, to you, I was like, I feel like I've met you before. Sometimes you get that way with people. Maybe we did. Who, who knows? You just wouldn't know. Um, so, yeah, that was our that was our summer night out. Um, so then, of course, when I said, who will I get next on the podcast? I was like, well, I've already met Ailish and I think she'll be game. So we'll we'll go with that. Um, so yeah, so obviously it's it's been kind of quiet, but I suppose looking back over the last few years, um, Glor Cheer would have been a big a big thing for you. That was 2018, 19, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. Um, it, it only se- it doesn't even seem like long ago, but no, it was it was great great times. Um, I enjoyed every minute of Glor Cheer, and I really would recommend anybody that is thinking about applying just to go over it and apply. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was like to. I was like, oh, should I apply? Should I not apply? But I really did enjoy every minute of it. And of course, we got um, the single golden ring, myself and Kieran Rosney from Dorchera. So without that, that wouldn't have happened either. Yeah. But, um, no, so really Kieran Rosney, Kieran was your mentor. Um, so for those of you that weren't watching it at the time, Kieran was um, Ailish's mentor. And who else was singing in it that year with you? We had John Rafferty, uh, Noreen Rabbit, Paul Levy. John Malloy and Damien Davis. So this, I mean, like all of them are, all of them are well known names. Like, you know, like that's, that was a serious lineup. That there is a lineup for a night out like, um, and you, you got to the semifinals, was it? That's right. Yeah. But we just, we just took it as a laugh. There was no fierce competition between all of us, which was great Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, all of this is a bit of fun. There's no point taking it. There's no point taking anything to heart, you know. Yeah. Um. So, but no, I really enjoyed that element of it. And I suppose it is different with the live TV as well. Uh, there is that, that bit of added pressure. Um. But you know, you just have to roll with it, and it just gets the adrenaline going. So absolutely. And um, serious question now: Had you? Well, not really, but had you watched Lord Shira? But you had seen Lord Shira before you entered, right? Were you surprised at the size of the venue? Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. You walk in and it's like, is, is this it? It looks so big on the TV. The stage looks massive. Yeah, I know. But it must just be the way they angle the cameras. It's brilliant. But no, it's great. Yeah, I love the stage. It's so classy. It just looks lovely. I know, but all me trying to get up and down and then it wasn't so fun. <laughs> Good, that bit wasn't televised. <laughs> Whatever you do. 
Yeah, they didn't catch that on the camera, so. Oh, oh thankfully. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a funny for anyone that watches it on the telly, and if you've never actually been to, oh, what's the venue called? I can't think off the top of my head. The Keys, yes. <laughs> if you haven't been to the Keys in Galway and you've only ever watched Lord Cheer on the stage, there's a bit of a difference. Um, but it's a lovely atmosphere, and it it works. It actually does work. It's. It I was there. I was there for the two thousand and no, two thousand nine. 20. You were 2018, so yeah, you were, and I oh, it's 2019 or then you were 2018, and then I went to 2019. There we go. Now my house. So yeah, so and it's back on at the moment as well. Actually, for anyone who who wants a bit of country music, it's on. I think Tuesday nights. Um, such a treat having that show at the minute. Like you know, I suppose there isn't much documentation of other shows and everything mm -hmm. on TV. But you know, it's great to have that and great to yep. have the live, the live aspect of it too. And you no, know, I really enjoy this. Even everybody that that's involved with Lord Tira, the stage crew, um, the cameramen, the judges, everybody was just so lovely and welcoming. Um, and you really couldn't have got better. That's brilliant. That's what you want though, isn't it? Oh, exactly. <laughs> and had you done, I know you presented, um, you, had you done presenting, TV presenting before Lord Tira or did that come through after Lord Tira? No, I was doing uh, my own show on Spotlight TV, Ailes' Country Mix. I've been doing that for a few years um, before Lord Tira. So it kind of it gave me a wee bit of a, I wouldn't say a head start, but it did, I, you know, I suppose it didn't bother me as much that there was cameras swinging in front of me because, you know, the cameras are on the, I don't know what to call them, but the, the cameras are swinging in front of you, left, right and centre. So that didn't really bother me as such. But then again, I suppose I wasn't used to live TV. So that definitely was um, a wee bit of a challenge. It was just something different. But Well, you had enough opportunities to get used to it when you got, considering you got to the semi-final. <laughs> you had loads of practice. <laughs> so Golden Ring then, did you sing that song on George Cheer and then you brought it out as a single? Yeah, that's right. So I, well, we had to kind of get in our song suggestions. And I said to Kieran, I was like, what do you think of Golden Ring? He said, yeah, I like that song. Sure, we'll go for that then. And uh, we sang it on our concert night. And then after, um, I suppose back then, we, we were able to have dancers and spectators and watching. So there's a couple of people came up to us and said, you should record that song. So um, we said, sure, sure, why not? Uh, and we went to Jonathan Owen's studio uh, and recorded Golden Ring. So that's how that all came about. We weren't we weren't going to record it. Just a, just a couple of people had said to us. Yeah. We thought, well, why not? And why not? Oh, why wouldn't? Did really well. We did a wee video for it as well. Um, Steve Blurr did a music video. So uh, no, it did well for us. Lovely. Well, another video of yours done even more, even better. <laughs> as of this morning, I checked. Scania one six four has. 2.4 million views on YouTube, I if know. you don't mind. I know. <laughs> what, what do you think is the attraction with that song? Must be the lorry anyway. <laughs> <laughs> do you think you're, you're hitting a certain, uh, a certain type of person with that song? Probably it's, it's well, a few. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it must be, but I suppose truckers are so universal that, yes. you know, and truckers, a lot of truckers love their country music too. So I suppose that just hit the nail on the head for that one anyway. Yeah. But, no, but like, did, did it did it start when, when it first came out? How many years ago was that? Four, four years, I think. Yeah. yeah. 
when when it first came out, did it go in with a bang straight away, or was it kind of gradual that it started hitting? Oh, it did. It did. It started getting abuse straight away because I had other singles up. Well, I had home to Donegal up before that, and that didn't seem to be moving as fast. And I just felt like the bees were shooting up, shooting up on this one. Um, but it's good. <laughs> it's all good. You're happy with it. <laughs> Oh, it's a bit of fun. But like 2.4 million views, like that is just nuts. Like uh -huh. for, for a so song good. that is is simple in its, and not that I'm I'm not being rude or anything, but it's simple in its words and its it and is. its whole thing. You know, it's not a complicated song. It, it is what it is. And it's, so, so what age were you then? You were only probably 16 or 17, were you? I know. So yeah, that was Scania164. So absolutely mad. So whoever is listening, go and check it out. Go have a listen and see what you think and we'll get get them views up a bit more for you. Um so yeah, so that's I mean that's going back to four years ago and then Golden Ring was 2019-20. I even used to play it on my show, I remember. Um but and then you've you've your two albums as well. So you've a good bit of music there behind you like. Yeah, well, I've actually a third album now. Ooh, look at me not doing my research properly. Well, <laughs> I released the third album over the lockdown. Um, okay. I had initially planned to have an album launch and do, you know, do, um, go bigger, go home, as I say. But um, with COVID and everything, that all went down like a lead balloon. And what time, when did you release that? Oh, I think it was must have been something telling me april okay april or May. yeah i suppose at the time you were hemming and hawing will i save it until things are back to normal and and wait or will i just release it now and at least there's something there in the background running for me because that's kind of i suppose what artists had to balance was do i just throw all my music out or will i just hold it back a bit or will i wait for christmas or you, you, you'd yeah. swear like a musician the way I'm talking but I'm guessing that's what people had to do was kind of suss it out what's the best thing to do yeah no you're right there you're dead on but I think during the first lockdown I think I, well I can have in my head I thought god after the after this lockdown's over sure we'll be all be all right again but I, I, I was far wrong <laughs> we all were <laughs> you know at the start everybody probably thought oh it's a wee break but now everybody's just raring to get going again yeah i know it's so like what way do you think it's going to go I, I don't mean in terms of um lockdown and when will it be out but, but more so i suppose i have in my head how i think dances and and concerts might start coming back i suppose i'm kind of thinking uh well i'm kind of thinking anyway because jiving juniors my dance school is supposed to be five years old in march and I always have an anniversary dance in the McWilliam Park in Clare Morris. So obviously that's not going to happen this year. So I'm kind of thinking, well, when can I do something? So I'm kind of thinking concerts will probably be the way that the country music scene will start back. Because yeah. that's that's the only option, I suppose, concerts. And obviously you can limit how many people you have. So I would hope. Like, are you booked for... Are you, booked for you don't need to tell me where or when, but are you, are you booked for anything for this year? Um question mark I, I had a few for later on this year but i don't think that's looking it's, likely either yeah it's been set in stone um and i think everybody is is weary of that as well yeah. um, it's, it's just so unknown but yeah i think you're right i think the concerts probably will make a comeback first um but then suppose you have the the we'll probably still have the whole social distancing um aspect of it too which isn't which isn't 
not great, is it? No, not a bit. And even some nights, some nights if I'm going to bed or whatever, I might be falling asleep and I'll start thinking about what's it actually going to be like when we get back to a dance? I don't mean performing or, or working or anything. I mean, actually just getting to a dance and actually saying, do you want to dance? Do you want to hold hands? Let's go. Like, it's going to be so weird. Like you, I like, cause in my head, it's not going to be like from December 1st, you can go to a dance. Everyone's going to be, is everyone just going to go for it? Or are we all going to be a bit like, oh, I'm only going to line dance tonight. I don't want to dance. Yeah, it, I, it's, know. I suppose everybody's just going to have their own way of dealing with it and coming back with it. But yeah, it is a tough one. It's, it's Yeah, it's, uh, it's so tough. And I mean, there's so many singers there's so many Irish country music singers in in Ireland like and that have had to adapt or have had to change or like it's it's just look everyone has had to but it's just it, it's tough for the Irish country music scene because it was going through such a boom and I mean yeah but sure look what can you do of all the summer festivals that would have been on and you know there's just been absolutely nothing yeah but it's good that it's good that singers are um keeping the engagement with the Facebook lives um, my Wi-Fi is a bit terrible, so <laughs> I wouldn't rely it on a on a Facebook Live. But no, it is a great way to keep to keep the communication with everybody. Yeah, and I even saw actually there during the week, Trudy Lawler has started. Um, I don't know what it's called, but it's basically. Um, I'm going to be taking part in that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, tell us about it. You tell us about it, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's a great idea that Trudy and Trudy Lawler and Billy Marcy have came up with. So basically, um, the method behind it is, um, main goal is that they want to connect, reconnect fans with their favorite country music singer. So how it works is you can nominate yourself or someone you think who deserves a call from their favorite country music artist and um, their wish will be granted. So um, you can either nominate yourself or nominate someone through Trudy's Facebook page or through her radio show on Tip FM on a Sunday morning. I think it's 11 to 2. So you can text them with your nominations and stuff. It's great. It's lovely. It's so lovely because I know even if I even think of somebody like my grandmother or that, or somebody who's living alone, who right. listens to music constantly or listens to the country radio stations, or even those that would have gone dancing, you know, it's tough yeah. on people. So can you imagine? getting a call like from Robert Mazzell or Nathan Carter or Ailish McBride or Stuart Wilds or anyone like it's such a novelty like I think it's a lovely idea definitely oh definitely will lift spirits for sure the feel-good factor yeah exactly and that's what people miss so yeah. hopefully by doing that we'll give we'll give something back to the to our fans and who we haven't been able to connect with so it would be nice to get chat to people again for sure Absolutely. And I suppose as well as that, for those that aren't on Facebook or who aren't on social media, you know, like maybe the older generation um, and they would be listening to the radio or they would be listening to Trudy Lawler on the radio. So it's another way of connecting with that that age group um, or that um, genre of people who aren't on social media and aren't, you know, tuned into the Facebook lives. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, that's lovely. I'm delighted that you're involved. That's brilliant. Um, absolutely, it's a lovely idea. Um, so yeah, another another positive that is coming out of all this is 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 things like that that can exactly. kind of keep people upbeat and all that kind of thing. Um, um, so what else? We've we've just we've had we've had the big chats about all the the. <laughs> 
the events that we've had and the the ongoing things um do you, what what's your I'm, I'm asking this to everyone what way do you think the country music scene will go after COVID when everything's back to normal do you think it'll pick up where it left off or do you think it'll be back with a boom or will it kind of do you th what, what's your kind of views on it or have you got any um well i suppose it's hard to say but i think it will i think it will go back with a bang and i i hope it does um i hope everything starts picking up again and um we can all get out to do our gigs i suppose because everybody would have had gigs planned months and years in advance mm -hmm. and you know they're all gone so by doing that and hopefully there will be a lot of shows and a lot of gigs on and um, that we can all get booted back up again and get out just doing just doing what we want to do yeah and i suppose that's that's why i set up this podcast i started this podcast back in april last year and i only done four episodes because then things got back to normal a little bit and we were free again and we were doing our our holidays around ireland and all that so i kind of let it go and then i was back to work in september with dancing so to be honest i let it go but the reason i set it up was well two reasons um i suppose because i was out of work with the dancing i wanted to be presenting i wanted to be doing something um so it was a way of me getting to 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 kind of practice and work on presenting but it was also a way to give um artists like yourselves an outlet um other than facebook or something a bit different to be chatting and to and to share your profiles and for people to get to know you a bit better because um you know a lot of the interviews even that i would do are kind of three or four minutes short and snappy yeah. we're here and um, what's your next song and good luck and we'll talk to you later whereas you know i feel i personally want to get to know the country music singers better um and i think people connect more with you as well when they kind of know a bit more about you and you're not just a two-minute chat like there's more to yeah, the there's more to <laughs> yes way more there absolutely is like yeah. um i think podcasts are becoming more popular too because people can just pop their headphones in they're going for a walk and just be listening to podcasts so i definitely yeah. think it's a great idea that's what i do i throw on the podcast as well um when i'm going for a walk or well it used to be when i was in the car because i could be driving for maybe five or six hours a day um so i used to be getting through tons of podcasts um so yeah no i think yeah sure look everyone is podcasting but i'm another one that's podcasting but you know what it's 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 also a way to get to see people as well like as i said i was really looking forward to this morning like I I, it wasn't just i the zoom meeting it was oh i'm i'm meeting i'm talking to Ailish on zoom it was a bit more uh, it was a bit more fun than a zoom meeting exactly exactly um but like as well as that like some people who were tuned in they might not have known that you were doing veterinary nursing or anything like it's things like that 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 make you more real to people and more um accessible kind of you're you're you're, yeah. you're a singer and we see on the screen and we see up on the stage and the glitz and the glam and it's fab but there's a person behind the singer as well uh -huh. and oh yes definitely <laughs> um but um so yeah it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be hard to know what happens but we'll keep going and um the zoom calls are great as well um and i suppose one another question that i always ask um whoever i'm interviewing which is funny because i've only had one male on the podcast so far but i usually question kind of what's your opinion on the whole male female ratio and is it getting a bit better and it's it's so funny because i would have always said obviously it was male dominated in ireland anyway but also in america but so far i've only had one man on my on my podcast which is funny but like you probably you probably don't notice 
You you probably wouldn't notice it too much though. I feel like there's way more females coming in in the last two years or so. Yeah, well, maybe maybe years ago it was maybe a more male dominated scene, but I think now every year, and even from Zortiera, there's just more talent like being discovered. It's great, mm-hmm. and there's definitely more females coming onto the scene, which is great to see. Um, because you know we can get we're getting more involved in the gigs and stuff and there's more female faces popping up on lineups so yeah. that's what we want to see absolutely that is what we want or to see <laughs> you're right um oh sugar what else was i going to say now oh i was going to say well who, who are your favorite country music singers uh, not not so much ireland i suppose america as well kind of who would who would have influenced you growing up or were you always into country music or how did that come about we always listened to country music um when i was younger the two main CDs that were probably always played were Sinead Twain and Dolly Parton um, from the American countryside. And then from the Irish countryside, always had Louise Morrissey playing. Um, a lovely lady, Louise was too. And of course, Philomena Begley. So, so there was, was no like, men, there was no men getting a look in at all. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Which is good to hear because, you yeah. know, I mean, look, I love all the singers in Ireland. I'm not picking or pulling anyone, but there is that so perception possible to pick, yeah. oh yeah but there is that perception that's male dominated and and it and it was as you said it was maybe back in the 70s 80s 90s it was male dominated but that's so lovely to hear there like that it was females that you were listening to. like for me it was actually the opposite it was all it was all the males like yeah. i would have grown up listening to nanny my grandmother would have had me listen to big tom declan nurney tr dallas like i don't really remember listening to to females like growing up um even i'm going back when i was 10 or 11 like um which is what that be 18 17 18 years ago growing up still at that age i was it was patrick feeney john man hick and michael english and that's that's what that would be that's 2003 like we're not talking that long ago at all um so it really is kind of a recent thing in a way that there is so many younger singers i suppose Lisa, when lisa McHugh started singing um then that kind of kicked off the female yeah, female side exactly. which is great because yeah. other than that you only had i mean obviously you had the, the likes of sandy kelly and philomena begley and trudy lawler and and that that generation but um then kick started the younger ones coming in which is great Oh, definitely. Good to good to get some young blood in on the scene, definitely for sure. Have you ever? Did you ever go to country to country or any of them gigs here well, in Ireland? I was going to go this year, but it's a no go. Hopefully, the next time it's on, whenever oh, it be. I know. <laughs> oh, it's a brilliant. It's. I was there. Oh God, I can't remember how many years now. Oh, it's brilliant. It's. Yeah. It's everything you want in country music. It's. It's. No, it's very good but oh hopefully next year we'll see what happens hopefully, um hopefully. we'll see hopeful anyway <laughs> yeah oh it's been so good to chat it's been lovely to just just chat normally yeah, like I know. and oh no i've really enjoyed chatting to you yeah, and catching cool. up and congratulations again on your graduation it was a different graduation <laughs> it was for sure it was very quiet it was only oh it was only an afternoon kind of job yeah. but what can you do? We, we're the you're having a great week between the graduation now and, and your and your interview with the Country Jazz podcast. Know, you're you're having a busy a busy social diary this week. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of next week, <laughs> back to work. I know, I know. Yeah. Work has to be done too. 
that's it so guys if you do want to check out Eilish McBride she has a website there and you have your Instagram and you have your Facebook and remember she has three albums not two she has three albums uh -huh. so you can go and um check check them out they're available to buy on your website are they Eilish or if somebody got um, they're on my website. It's www.alishmcbridemusic.com. So if you want to check them out, uh, there's a wee shop section and there's a little um, biography section as well. If you want to have a read of that, if you don't, that's fine too. <laughs> yeah, no, do. We'll, no, we'll all go and have a look and make sure you go and check out the Facebook page and the Instagram page and go on to YouTube and check out Scania164 because that's the big one. That's that's the song that has 2.4 million views. Asher, after this podcast, it will have 2.5 million views. <laughs> you never know. You never know. <laughs> oh, Eilish, thank you so much for agreeing to come on to the Country Chats podcast. It's been so lovely to catch up and have the chats and um, just get dolled up for, for the morning. Oh, thank you. I was actually delighted when you when you asked me, and I had to just jump at the jump at the opportunity. It really has been great. Um, get a little catch up. I suppose that's what every that's what everybody's wanting. It's just a catch up. Um, <laughs> and check up with we're all we're all doing fine, and hopefully we'll all get seeing each other again soon. So. That's it. And if anybody is listening to this while you're out on your walk, fair play to you. You're flying it. Keep going now. Make it go, get a bit faster now. And uh, thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in wherever you are. If it's in the car, if it's in the in the house, or if you're out for a walk, thank you so much. And Adish, thank you so much as well for tuning in. And um, that's it from the Country Chats podcast. Thank you, Adish.